live a certain way, but I realize I can't do it by myself because I'm not strong enough. I'm not smart enough. But yet he's with me. If I would just ask, help me be obedient today. I believe he does. And I fully expect because of that, that my life, though imperfect, the foundation is strong. The foundation is sure. What is more sure than the words of Jesus? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. What is the most uh, stable thing that you can have in your life? The words of Jesus. And now we build upon it. And, and, and knowing, and of course, I gave my life to Jesus when I was 17, so, you know, as much as I thought I knew a lot at 17, I didn't. But, but just knowing even the, the differences in the details of my life, because this, I've been in long-term discipleship, learning to hear the words of Jesus and learning how to obey and apply it, it's amazing the outlook of life that is different and how it's changed me. Amen. And there is a mark of maturity that's happening. Growth. That the growth of your life is, maybe it's not a house, but you think about it like a tree. The roots of your life grow so strong, get so deep, get so widespread, that it withstands the seasons of life. The times that, that it seemed like there was plenty of rain, but then the seasons where it seemed like it was dry. The seasons of life where, where, where it seems like the, the winter was mild, but then, then you, you're in, we're constantly in snow and blizzard conditions all the time. It just seemed bleak all the time. That the tree remains strong and true and still produces its leaves and its fruit. But what drives those roots deep is building life on the words of Jesus. So I want you to grab hold of, of what Jesus did, certainly his death and his resurrection, obviously. I want you to grab hold of, 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 of that he will do miraculous things in your life. I believe he's still active. He hasn't stopped. But I need you to build a life on what he said. I know people, I, I know some people, I could tell you some examples of people who without a shadow of a doubt received an incredible work from God in their life. They, God did something amazing for them, and today they don't follow him because they were after something from him instead of building their life on him. And there's a big difference there. Amen. So what has Jesus said? Slow down and pay attention. Again, for the, for the one zillionth time, you've got to slow down and see. You've got to slow down and hear. If you never slow down, if you never slow down in the midst of a fast-paced life, you'll never be a person of the word. 
If you never slow down, you may read it, but you'll never think about it. Amen. You've got to learn to take time. Look, I, my, my kids, they're all self-sufficient and out. But here's the thing. We were a busy family. They all played sports. They all played multiple sports, not just in the season, but the travel stuff. And being involved in church is always extra stuff. We were a busy family. Let me tell you something. The most important thing is what has Jesus said? What is the way of Jesus in this situation? What is he speaking in this moment? Amen. The most important thing. And you get so busy in everything else in life that you miss the kingdom of God. You miss it. You've got to take time. We, we say it's a priority. We say, well, yeah, yeah, it's the most important thing. That, that's a lot of lip service. But actually take time. And grow in, in being a wise person. In living the life that, that we're faced to live. Amen. Let's be those kind of people. Be those kind of people. Long-term discipleship. It'll teach you how to long, have a long-term marriage. It'll give you wisdom so as you're raising your kids, it's long-term raising them in the things of the Lord. And anything else you can think of, wisdom in the stewardship of your finances, everything that life involves, long-term discipleship, gives the roots for everything else. So what has Jesus said? So you come to me and say, I'm having problems with my marriage. I'll say, what has Jesus said? I'm going to start right there. What do you say? I'm struggling with my kids. Well, okay, well, what, is the, what does the Scripture say? That's the first thing I'm always going to say. Well, what has Jesus said? What does the Scripture say? Have you prayed about this? What's the Lord speaking to you about this? Always the first place you start. Because there's the foundation to build the house. Right? Okay. Let's, let's stand up. We'll close out this morning. So as we said with uh, the first Sunday of this series, being a person that fights for your house, your family, in prayer. I said, here's the thing, it's a nice thought, but you got to make a plan or you'll never do it. Same thing with the words of Jesus, being a person of the word. You've got to make a plan or you'll never do it. You, you, need, you, need, you need to develop a life-giving, healthy rhythm of life that involves scripture, it involves prayer. Amen? It's life-giving. Make a plan. That means you got to think about it and then stick to it. Stick to it. Rhythm of life that puts God right in the middle of it. You need that. Amen? Lord, I praise you 
that the work you have done, it saves us, but you're also now showing us how to live in it. Lord, the challenge of, of the Christian life, following you, listening to what you're saying, Lord, we're called to it. Lord, we know that this, this Christian thing is not a little side thing in our life that we just kind of dabble in when we want to, but it is the thing of life. The central aspect of who we are to become. This everyday of picking up our cross, denying ourself and following you. That we learn your voice and, and, and we respond. That we don't make excuses when what you have said is too hard. But we stand true and, and build our house on it. Oh, Jesus, you're wonderful. Thank you for saving us, forgiving us. Now I pray we will learn how to walk in that freedom. Walk in that freedom. Is there anybody here that, that you would say honestly that right now it's hard? Anybody? Anybody in the house? Right now it's hard. Anybody? Yeah. I want to pray with you if you want to come down. Come on down. Say it's, it's just hard right now. But it's okay to be honest. I, I don't want a church that, that feels they have to pretend when you come. That doesn't help nobody. Anybody else? It's just hard right now. I pray with you, listen to me. Good news. He's with you. Good news. He hasn't forgotten about you. Good news. He's not busy somewhere else. Matter of fact, the best news is that he never leaves us. He doesn't forsake us. And he's often more with us than we realize. Amen. I'm going to pray with everybody down here. Samara, if you just be everybody in worship, just for a moment. Just give, give me a second. It won't be long, but, but let's just take time before we go today. Join me. In Jesus' name. Anybody want to come and stand me. behind these people and pray? You're welcome to do so. If love's like a hurricane, I am a tree bending beneath. The weight of his wind and mercy When all of a sudden I am unaware Of these afflictions eclipsed by glory
Thank you for your patience. It's always good to allow a moment for, for the Holy Spirit to do what he wants. Well, be blessed as you go today. Uh, it's wonderful to see you Wednesday night, next Sunday morning. Come on out. Bring somebody out with you. Have a wonderful week. Uh, we'll be back again. Be blessed as you go.